Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a great week, a great day, and a great week. You know, it's a long weekend here for uh, those of us in the U.S. Memorial Day weekend, and uh, so we'll see you back here Tuesday. Markets closed on Monday, of course. Hope you have all, all have a great weekend. Uh, and this is the way you want to go into it, is it not? This is <laughs> we we haven't had many weekends like this. They've been depressing as hell. Thank goodness we needed a relief rally, and we got it. You know, uh, we got a lot to talk about. I'm going to talk quick, though. we got a big weekend ahead of us, too. Headed down to Austin to hang out with the boys at their house and uh, and uh, uh, let our hair down a little bit, get on the water, uh, maybe go uh, go down the river a little bit, that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, let's get right to it today. Uh, we broke up an ugly string of losses, seven to eight straight weeks of losses in the Dow and SP500. It was just Chinese water torture. And it was ugly selling, too. It was bear market selling. But you know what? If you remember, we were saying this uh, about two months ago as we entered the spare market. Everything happens faster now. Everything happens faster. I like it that way. Let's get it over with. Rip the bandit up. If we're going to have, if we're going to go down 30%, let's get it over with, right? Well, we just did that. And what's interesting about that is that we dropped 30% plus, okay? Look, we're looking at uh, uh, SP100 dropped uh, technically 20%. But the real losses, I mean, NASDAQ, semiconductors, right, small caps, the stocks that we own fell 30% plus. The average stock down 50% plus. I don't care about labels. This is the bear market. And it's the third one that we've had in the last four years. Folks, this is unprecedented, okay? Unprecedented to have three bear markets where the average stock drops 50% plus, which just happened in, in four years. What is going on? I said it before, I'll say it again. I fault no one for wanting nothing to do with the stock market. But then again, if you're addicted to it like we are, or if it's your business like it is ours, and if you're a serious investor, which you are because you're on this podcast today, thank you again for that, then you know what? <clears throat> you, you like this action, be, especially if you trade at both sides. And uh, uh, But now this is where the opportunity is, right? That's how we've approached this. And I think we've got some really good news here, folks. This is over. All right. This this is this is this is over. It doesn't mean it's gonna be straight up, but this is over. Okay. Uh I'll tell you why in a second. We've got some good evidence to back that up. Let's talk about the market first. What a way to finish the week. Finish at the highs of the day. This is this was melt up city today, really. This is uh every tick was higher. We really did not get a decline today to speak of at all. Another day with a great smart money hour. That's another pattern change we had. Another day with amazing internals. Folks, I'm jumping all over the place, but this is big. I'll probably say this a couple times. Today marked the third day in a row that we had better than 80% up volume on the New York Stock Exchange and on NASDAQ. Now, not many people track NASDAQ volume as much, but it's just an interesting observation. They both just did this. But for NYSE to have three straight days with better than 80% up volume, that's, that hasn't happened. That hasn't, that has only happened three times since 2010. Okay, it's pretty rare. And with thank you to Walter Deemer, who's the expert on this stuff. He's our go-to guy. Walter Deemer's, uh, believe it or not, been doing this longer than I have. Uh, but he was a floor trader, institutional floor trader, and he's a real technical guy. He tracks this closely. And uh, his, his data today, he pointed out the, 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 the dates that this has happened before. And guess what? They all happened at significant market lows. That's what this is, folks. Look, there's never a guarantee in investing, but I'm telling you straight up, the lows are in. 
This is the buyer's market. Dow Jones today, up 575 points, up 1.7%. That was our loser on the day. Uh, you know, the Dow Jones got hit less, right? It makes sense that it's lagging. And by the way, remember, the Dow Jones just had back-to-back-to-back 600-point rallies. We talked about that earlier in the week. And so now the, the Dow lagged a little bit today. Here, here are the big winners today. In order, first off, SPO 100 up 2.4%, up a big 100 points today. Uh, Rust 2000 up 2.7%, up 49 points today. And drum roll, NASDAQ up 3.3%, up a huge 390 points. Boy, we needed this one. Uh, that's a, that back to 12,131. But I saved the best for last, folks. Again, this is textbook. What, what's happening this week is textbook bull market action. Semiconductors, I'm going to round up, up 4%. Massive week for the semis, up 4% today. Uh, SOXL, which I, if you if you're with us, you know, <laughs> well this is our this is this has been our our, our new favorite uh, SOXL SOXL the three time leverage uh, semiconductor ETF. A lot of people listening to this own this right now, up twelve and a half percent today after being up what nine percent yesterday. So <clears throat> this is uh, again, I'm just going to repeat it. This is textbook action, textbook uh, textbook bull market action. Let's talk about some of the reasons that we think this, this rally is going to continue. And I saw a really interesting piece today. Well, I'll write this up for our subscribers on uh, uh, for, for Tuesday morning. Again, Monday's a holiday. Uh, if you haven't joined us, what are you waiting for? We have two free weeks, right? Uh, come and get this every day. Check it out. If it's not for you, hey, thanks for stopping by. Sign up at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. You get our daily updates, all our portfolio uh, all our special reports, get everything uh, that we have. Of course, also our, our twice-a-day updates we do now, both video and podcast at the close. Uh, but uh, I'm going to write this up for Tuesday morning. I'll just tell you about it now. John Murphy does really good work for StockCharts.com. John Murphy, again, also has done this longer than I have. He's, he is one of, the, one of the real good guys in the business, and he's a purely a, tech, a technician, okay? Um, and he wrote up this afternoon, that you know, obviously the, this rally looks really good and it looks like it's going to continue. Uh, we still have a long ways to go to get back to just the 50-day moving averages on every major index to the 50-day, not even thinking about the ones above it, the 100-day, the 200-day. They're all above it. And so when you look at that, if you also do some Fibonacci work, uh, some Fibonacci retracements, it looks very much like this rally is going to take us to the to the uh, uh, Fibonacci, probably a, a, at least a thirty eight percent retrace, probably a fifty percent retrace of the losses, um, of the collapse losses we just had, and and also uh, take us back to the fifty day moving average because they intersect, they hit, they kind of hit at the same point. Uh, that means everyone's going to be talking about it. That means it's probably going to happen because that's what people are targeting. So we'll talk about that next week. I know it's hard to explain it on a, on, on a podcast. Uh, but we'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll write it out for you for Tuesday morning's update. Um, VIX today, uh, is, I think the VIX is about to collapse. I, I, I know I've been saying this all week. It was only down 6% today. I don't really know how that's possible. Uh, I think the VIX collapses from here. It's 25.7 now. Uh, the 10 years going in the direction we want to as well. Now down to a 2.74% yield. Down, of course, from about like a 3.2% yield just a couple weeks ago. So what we had, folks, is we had a bear market, a brutal bear market, the third in uh, four years. 2018, we had the Christmas from hell, the fourth quarter from hell. Thank you, Federal Reserve. Eight straight rate hikes. Let's get Trump, right? Let's, let's hike rates. Christmas, the week, uh, the, the, the week before Christmas, essentially, 
and then crash the market when Christmas Eve when no one's there to buy it. Uh, that happened. That was a bear market. Average stock down 50%. Then we know about Rona, coronavirus insanity, March of 2020, 37% collapse in five weeks, right? Bear market, average stock down 50%, and now this one, right? 20 to 30% losses plus, but the average stock again down 50% plus. Brutal bear market, the third and four years, unprecedented. Again, but when they end, investors essentially double their money in, in, in the following year. So that's a pattern, right? That, that's now I think what we should expect to see happen here because I think the market is now going to start discounting the midterms. That's a bullish event. So we've got positive pattern changes here, great internals, smart money hour, all the things you look for. It started happening about two weeks ago, right? And then really picked up steam this week uh, to result in, in the action we're seeing here. Uh, I'm just going to mention uh, two anal- pieces of analytics. We talked about it yesterday. Tyler covered it yesterday. Again, we just had the fourth worst start to the year in the SP 100 ever. We had the fourth worst ever. And the previous three, the market has zoomed higher. In, all, all, in every case previous to that, the market's been higher at the end of the year, 100% of the time, and the average gain's been 19%. Also, when the uh, AAI Investor Sentiment Survey drops below 20%, as it did this week, 19%, that's only happened 10 times. When that's happened in the past, the market's then been up, again, 100% of the time in all 10 cases over the next 6 to 12 months, with a 6-month gain of 13% on average and a 12-month gain of 23% on average. So we, we have a lot of analytics that point to a market that's ready to rip and roar higher. And we got a wall of worry like you've never seen, don't we? Russia, Ukraine, potential world war. We got the Fed. We got inflation. We got Joe Biden, intentional destruction. We have all of these things happening, right? Rate highs, quantitative tightening, <laughs> all these things happening at once. And that's the beauty of a bull market. It climbs a wall of worry. That just feels very, we, look, we've been saying this all week, so you know our views on this. And now it's, it's nice to see it. It's nice to see it uh, uh, come to fruition here. Um, listen, I'm going to mention two things because it's kind of been my favorite topic of the last couple of weeks. I, I think when Kathy Wood's ARC fund collapsed uh, two weeks ago, it set down 77% and then it bottomed, right? It had a reversal day. I, I noted that then. It's now up 26% in two weeks. That's a significant reversal. The 77% collapse matches the NASDAQ.com collapse from 2000 to 2001. Happened over the same time frame, folks. 15-month collapse, 77% for both uh, Kathy Wood's ARC fund and the NASDAQ.bomb over the same time frame. What are the odds of that? History, not rhymes in this case, is history repeats. Exactly. So if if we've just seen the equivalent of the dot bomb, it's smooth sailing, baby. It's smooth sailing. The worst is over. This feels like that. This feels just like that. And then we also got it in in NVIDIA. Uh, You know, as I've told Tyler... I've kicked myself for a better part of a couple of years for not owning this stock. A $10,000 investment in NVIDIA, the, 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 the chip leader, uh, in 2016, just $10,000 today would be, well, at the highs in November of 21 last year, uh, over a five-year period, 10000 turned into more than $500,000, okay? And yours truly owned none of it. Well, I've been watching it closely, looking for an opportunity. You've got that opportunity. Uh, when they, they announced earnings just a day before yesterday at the close, stock got cl- killed down to 152, right? 
that that been it, it declined totally a total amount of fifty six percent from the highs of last uh, just November. Okay, so uh, a brutal decline that reversed on a dime when they announced earnings. The stock dropped to one fifty two, and then it closed that day uh, sharply higher. And now, wow, it's back today. It closed at um, let me get this right one eighty nine. That's a 24% move higher in two days. NVIDIA. Again, had an outside day. It's a technical buy signal. It's the leader of the group. It sent the buy signal for all of the semis. The semis leave the market. Again, folks, it is. It, it is just textbook. It, it, it is. It's just textbook. Um, it's nice to see things play out like they're supposed to every now and then. That's, it kind of refreshes the soul. You know what I mean? What else today that was significant? Um, share buybacks are coming back. Uh, we have a beginning of a new month. We come back on Tuesday. We have equity fund flows that will be pouring in next week for the start of the new month. And uh, no no recession on the horizon. That's what's, I think that's maybe most interesting to me. Is here we've had this 30% decline, roughly, right? For most stocks, worse. But, but exactly what happened? Well, the 10-year skyrocketed. That certainly happened. That put the fear of God into people. But we haven't had a recession. We likely won't have a recession this year. The odds are we're not going to. So we had the decline that would come with a recession, but we're not going to have a recession. So the market's discounted a worst-case scenario that likely is not going to happen. That's when you get significant buying opportunities. I think that's what we have. I think that's what we've had, and I think it's what continues in the next week. Let's talk about the internals here, specifically here. Again, this is, I told you I'd mention it more than once, didn't I? Well, here we go. Great internals again today. Again, three straight days, NYSE up volume of better than 80%. Today was 86%. That hasn't happened, it's only happened three times since 2010. Again, every time at a pretty significant, but it was a, it was a turning point. All right, it was a turning point for the markets uh, when it's happened in the past. I'll, again, I'll write that up on Tuesday. Everywhere else, great. Uh, NYSE, 6 to 1 advanced decline. NASDAQ, 4 to 1 advanced decline. And uh, <laughs> believe it or not, listen to this. New 52 Kaiser lows still came in negative. <laughs> we only had 137 stocks in a new 52 week high to 147 hit a new 52 week low. I don't think that's I don't think that's a reason to be concerned, really. It's kind of a lagging indicator. But boy, is it ever better than having 2,000 stocks a day? Hitting a new 52-week low, right? So we'll take it. We'll uh, we'll take the win today. Very good. As a matter of fact, these, these are great internals. Great internals. Again, also Nasdaq, 80% up volume today. Uh, in our sector watch today, all 11, of course, had to be all 11, right? All 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day. Led the upside by consumer discretionary, up 3.4%. Technology, up 3.4% as well. Real estate, up 2.8%. There, everything was 1% plus. Again, good day all across the board. Commodities, that's the only place it was Deadsville because the action was everywhere else, right? But they're up. Gold today up four dollars an ounce at the eighteen fifty-one. Silver up seventeen cents an ounce at twenty-two thirteen. Copper up uh copper is a great buy here, by the way. Uh, it was up today one and a half percent at four thirty-two a pound. And uh oil, which of course has just been on a tear, continued again today. Oil today up another one percent, roughly, at one fifteen a barrel. I think we're okay until oil gets to 150. And then we're looking at some potential economic problems. But inflation adjusted, maybe not quite so much. 
but it doesn't matter. I mean, oil's going higher, folks. It just it is it, oil's going to one seventy five to two hundred, and I think we're going to have to be ready for that. That's uh, that's that's what Team Biden wants. That's what that's what they want. Uh, and they've essentially admitted it. Uh, that's our biggest uh, problem right there. Uh, the, the current resident of the White House and his America haters uh, that happen to serve with them. They, they, they're our biggest problem. We have to hope that they at least want to try to win the midterms and maybe stop screwing the company, a country up intentionally. That has to be one of our biggest... It's my biggest concern, so it's also going to be my biggest hope that maybe, maybe they're tired of, uh, of intentionally wrecking this great country. Um, that's it, folks. Uh, Bitcoin was uh, 28400 last I saw. Uh, and uh, interesting, I mean, Bitcoin's going the other direction, but it's not impacting the market. There were some fears there of systemic risk. Again, if the uh, stable coins blew up, I think those fears have passed now. And, uh, you know, uh, look, uh, uh, cryptos are in a bear market. And it's got to run its course. You know, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a good thing long term. But I also think it's going to take time. That's been my view for some time. I think, I think, I think, I think it's going to be a tough market uh, while they shake out uh, the companies and the coins that should not exist in this space, and then they can uh, reembark on their massive bull market, which has been, been the case for ten years, right? Okay, folks, that's it for today. Again, thanks for joining us as always. Hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close.